Good morning to everyone, except for the Kansas City Royals, who have officially made it to the no bet list after last night's absolute heartbreaker. Um, welcome back to Daily Dingers. We are coming off a two and two day on our official picks, which brings us to four, three, and one on the week so far. I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti. And Jack, the Royals let us down worse than the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. So how are you feeling after that? Yeah, what a tease, man. What a tease. Going down seven nothing, which you absolutely just can't do against the Tigers. And then coming back to tie it up in the ninth, seven seven, but then just to lose it in the bottom of the inning. So that was that was brutal. We got blue balled. That was terrible. It's awful. And like, how do you when you come back from a seven run deficit and have all the momentum? And then you just you just blow it in the end. Like I mean, you guys are fired. They're they're fired. I'm done. I can't I can't bet on them anymore. They're impossible. Was that nine in a row now that they lost? Something like that. Yeah, it's it's been awful. It's ridiculous. So they're gone. But I'm ready to get back on the horse with some winning bets today. I know that you have a couple good things you're looking at. Um, what do we got? Best bets May 12th Wednesday. We got an early slate to start. Jack, what do you like so far? Best bet. Yeah, I know we were talking uh, before camera like that I was going to take the Tigers, and I really want to, but I know that I have to stay away from that game today, so I'm changing it up, actually. I'm going with Braves money line today at minus 107. They are against uh, Hinjin Ryu and the Blue Jays at home in Atlanta. I feel like this is a kind of a trappy line as well because the Braves have not been performing well at all. Max Freed has been absolute trash this year for being just completely brutally honest. And reuse the ace for the for the Blue Jays. So I think when people see that, they're hopping all over the Blue Jays all day and everything. But this line just screams Braves to me. The Braves should not be favored against Ryu, I don't think, especially how they've been playing this year. They haven't proved that, you know, they're the wagon that they were last year and the years before that. So um, I'm taking this just strictly based off of kind of the same mindset that I had with the Pirates yesterday. I do like that because that that worked out. Anytime <laughs> you see, anytime you catch a trap line, you got to go the other way. And I kind of like what you did there because now I'm actually going to stay in this game for my best bet. I'm doing same game Braves Blue Jays, but I'm doing the first five under four and a half. That's at minus one forty eight. I think there's only room for Freed to get better. Because he was hurt at the beginning of the year, he wasn't his. He had command issues. I think there's only room for him to get better, and I also do think there's room for Ryu to get better. He's got like a three 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 ERA. He's been pretty good. It's only a second start since he's been back from the IL, but I think both of these pitchers can improve. And anytime that you get a first five under at four and a half, anytime you get a number of four and a half of the first five, I like the under. The minus one forty eight tells me that. We have a better chance of hitting the under than we do of going over with these guys on the mound. A small bet one is better than a big bet loss. So I'll get I'll take the minus one forty eight. Give me the first five under four and a half. Two two gets you there. So even if they don't have great starts and they both give up two runs, we're still there. I'm gonna take this one. That's my best bet for today. Let's do it. I'm hoping maybe it's three one or something like that, Braves. But yeah, <laughs> I'm actually just hoping it's two one. And then just we'll move it on, and then the Braves could the Braves could score after the after the fifth inning. I don't really the Pablo care. Sandoval pinch hit home run for like the millionth time this year. Yeah, I mean that dude just like unbelievable. Like the resurgence of of Pablo has been love insane. I, love I know you that love that guy. guy. You that guy is like your hero. <laughs> the guy was on your World Series teams. I mean, the Kung Fu Panda. Oh yeah, dude! Everyone would wear like those panda hats at the games and everything. He's the man. Dude, I have a very I have a very quick story about him. It's actually kind of hilarious. So one of my friends that I went to college with, he's doing um 
athletic training and he did an internship with the giants um during spring training when back this was years ago and he was telling me that pablo was on like a very strict the giants were trying to keep him on like a very strict diet to control his weight oh yeah and he was standing he was standing at the table after practice one day and in front of him there's a spread there's like there's a whole thing there's like croissants muffins all this all this stuff and the story goes that pablo was had his back facing the table and he picked up a muffin and he took a bite out of it and one of the strength coaches behind them was like pablo what are you eating there and pablo took the rest of the muffin shoved the whole muffin in his mouth and then he picked up a banana and turned around and showed the trainer the banana and he goes <laughs> i love what i'm seeing and the guy walked away and pablo just looked at my friend and winked at him i thought that was like the best story ever about pablo sandoval <laughs> are you kidding me dude that is awesome <laughs> yeah like what a like what a fantastic fantastic story like i figured any giants fan has to love that Oh, dude, that's incredible. I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there's your there's your Pablo Sandoval story for the day. Let's move off of Pablo and into our uh, underdogs for today. Jack, who do you like? The underdogs aren't, like, amazing, but who do you like? Yeah, they're not great today, but the one that I do like, I guess I'm I'm doing it again. I'm going with the Twins, um, and I'm oh. that's that means I'm trusting Jay Happ, which oh. we, you know, we started off the year not liking him at all, right? But I think now we can kind of – we're kind of about him. I, I think he's actually a pretty solid starter now. I don't know what it is. Change of scenery in Minnesota. He's kind of found it. Um, I, I kind of like the numbers that the Twins have against Dallas Keuchel in general. Nelson Cruz absolutely matches. He has five home runs off of Keuchel in his career, 16-49, which is pretty solid. Wow. Uh, Josh Donaldson rakes off him. Miguel Sano is not amazing off him. That's fine. Mitch Garver, four for eight. Jorge Polanco, three for eight. So they have good numbers against Keuchel. Um, then if you look at the – the White Sox against him. Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson are the only guys. I mean, they're two of the best hitters in baseball, so they have good numbers against just about everybody. But they're two of the only guys that have, like, actual good numbers against Hap. Everyone else is pretty trash. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of like it, and I don't think that they're going to lose two in a row. I, I do think the Twins, like we were saying yesterday, have to figure it out at some point, right? Like, they have to get on some kind of run. I and I think this series might be a big telling point to see if they actually suck or not, but we will see. Yeah, I'm starting to lean more towards that they that they stink as opposed to that they're going to figure it out. Um, they're, they're another team that's on my no-bet list, but the, the White Sox have actually been on a little run here. I think they're going to lose at some point, and it, it's probably going to be with, with Keiko on the bump because he. I don't think Keiko's like really great anymore, and he's not, he doesn't – He's lost a lot. I mean, like the, his pitches don't move as much as they and used he, to. And he doesn't strike out a lot of guys anymore, too. And when you don't miss bats, it's it's tough to it's tough to really be successful and continue that success. So I do see where you're coming from. They are still on my no bet list, but I do like the intensity that you have in terms of you know sticking with them again today. If I will say that they will be on my no bet list if they don't win today. Okay, that's there you go. You said it. I said it yesterday. I stuck to my word. Royals are done. Let's see what happens with the Twins today. My underdog today, I shouldn't really like it as much as I do. I like the Cubs on the money line, plus 118 at the Indians. So this isn't about Zach Davies. Do I think Zach Davies is, is great? 
No. Do I think he's Ooh, good no. enough to get a win against the Indians today? I do. So the Indians are starting a guy who is making his first major league start, but he has pitched this year. In nine innings pitched, he's given up 14 hits, five earned runs, and his whip is 178. So this is another guy that's just that's just putting base guys on base. And he's a lefty, and the Cubs do well against lefties. So I like the plus 118. I like that they get a DH in, in Cleveland. Let's party, baby. Let's go. Give me the Cubs plus 118 today. Yeah, and I don't I mean it's only a two-game series, but I don't think they get swept. I think they split it. Yeah, it's a, I I think and the Cubs Cubs are another team that I think are on the verge of possibly figuring out some things. I think that NL Central is going to be just a disaster this year between all those teams in there. I think I you know the Cardinals have won, gone 8 and 2 in their last 10. I think the Brewers are still good, but they have their own issues. So I think between injury issues, starting pitching issues, I think the Cubs are going to be in it for a while. I think they'll figure it out. I think that NL Central is going to be an absolute just it's going to be a dumpster fire throughout the year. I will say it's going to be interesting to see what the Cubs do if they start not playing well because you know like they still have to sign like Brian and Javi and those dudes and everything. I feel like they might be sellers of the trade deadline if they're not like fully in the thick of things in the NL Central by then. Yeah, they're going to trade Bryant to the Mets. Oh, that's as what I'm going to keep. That's what I'm going to keep telling. Okay, myself. here's here's a little here's a little tea that I heard. Um, so one of my buddies, he does he does sales here in Chicago, and the White Sox are actually one of his clients. And he said that if the Cubs start playing really bad, then the White Sox are going to trade one of their top prospects for Chris Bryant. Wow. All uh, right. Apparently he's, I, I don't, I mean, obviously he's not selling to the front office. He's selling to like other people, but like he said that that's what the, some guy that worked for the White Sox said that they are targeting Chris Bryant. If the Cubs don't play well. All right. Let's see if you, Jack, if you like, broke, if you break this news and this happens, yeah. this is going to be insane. I mean, there, there is no way that it happened. I don't, I think the Cubs being thick of things. So I don't think they're going to try and trade him, but dude, like why would they need Bryant though? They already have Yomakata at third. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they'll take Moncada, move him somewhere. I don't know, honestly. I don't know. But I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it, they lost. They lost what? They've lost Robert and uh, Eloy. Yeah, just throw him in that. He does need. They do need outfielders. They need an outfielder. He could play the outfield. He's versatile. I mean, I could see it. Now that you're saying it, I, I'm kind of thinking of it. That's a maybe. But you know, the Mets need a third baseman. So well, I mean. Damn, think about it. If they kept him too, that outfield next year would be Eloy, Robert, and Bryant. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then you got in the infield. I'm just thinking about wow, this is stacked. Then you got Moncada, Anderson, Madrigal, Abreu, Grandal catching, and then oh my god, that lineup is that would be stupid. Yeah, that lineup would absolutely match. Now the thing is too, you if you do give up a top prospect for somebody at the trade deadline, you're you're doing one of two things. If you're giving up a top prospect like that, either you're definitely making a bid to re-sign him, or you're just going World Series or bust. Because I don't, if you're know, giving if up this a- is, I don't know if this is their World Series or bust year, though, with those injuries they have. I agree with you. So I think if you do make that trade, you got to sign them. That's a conversation for another day. We could get into that around the trade deadline. Um, yeah. But that that's going to bring us into now our daily dinger. I know you're going to actually stay with the White Sox with uh, your yard work today. What do you got? Yeah, it's kind of weird that I've, I'm betting against the White Sox, but I uh, but I have Tim Henderson to homer today at plus 340. His numbers against J-Hap are, are very, very good. He's 9 for 16 with a couple of homers and a triple. 
Um, Tim Anderson has, I think he is the most underrated player and hitter in baseball. I don't think he gets any of the credit that he deserves whatsoever. He's been raking as of late. Um, he can hit for power. He doesn't hit for power all the time, but against Jay Happy does t- tend to find that pop. So t- give me him at plus 340 to home run today. You know, I I am I, I think that Tim Anderson is definitely under you don't really hear about him a lot. He no. nobody really talks about him. Nobody even really talks about him as like a top shortstop, which he Dude, is. It's crazy. So going into the beginning of the year last year, I was talking to my buddies here. And I was like, they're all huge Cubs fans, everything, blah, blah, blah. They love Hoffy. I, I love the Cubs too. But I was like, dude, like I'm telling you, Tim Anderson very well could be the best shortstop in baseball. He's easily the best one in Chicago. And they're all like, oh, Brody, shut the hell up. You know what the hell you're talking about. And then last year, you look at Tim Anderson compared to Hoffy. It's not even remotely close. I get he's not the same kind of fielder, but like hitting wise, it's night and day. Yeah, he's not even the same kind of hitter. He's a better hitter because he he, far. he he looks to make contact. Javi just swings out of his shoes, and if yeah, he doesn't Tim, hit a home run, he's not doing much. Tim Anderson hits about 330 every single year and just chills. Hits about 15, 20 homers. That's, I mean, I'll take that all day. Over a guy that's hitting 40 home runs at 212. I agree with you. I'll take that all day. That's a better player that does more for your team. I'm I'm down with that. I love it. And he steals bases too, just like Javi. So why why not? That that that's my guy. I'm taking Anderson over Javi all day. You just well, swung me on that. Honestly, like yo, I don't think it's close either. But like, how many shortstops can you like wholeheartedly say they are better than Tim Anderson? It's tough. You don't really. I mean, you can't say you, Lindor right now. You can't say well, him right now. You can't. Um, you might. I mean, Trevor Story or Trey Turner, maybe Trey Turner, possibly yeah. Trevor Story, possibly. I mean, Carlos Correa, maybe, maybe. But like, there, I don't think there's any guy that you can wholeheartedly say, yes, that guy is 100 percent better than Tim Anderson. At short no, no, you can't. You're right. Absolutely. I mean, if Lindor gets hot, then maybe. But I don't know. Maybe Corey Seager. Maybe save him, but I don't maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's hard. That's Corey Seager doesn't hit 330. Yeah, but that's that's the thing is people don't give Tim Anderson the credit he deserves. He deserves to be talked about in this conversation as one of the best shortstops in baseball, and he just isn't. You're right. That, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You're actually swinging this in a direction where I'm going to have to go look at numbers after this, and we're going to have to talk about this again. <laughs> 100%. So my, my uh, pick to go yard today, I tried this the other day, but they got rained out. Thanks for not thinking about a retractable roof there, Colorado. Um I'm going with Will Myers against John Gray. So Will Myers had ridiculous numbers against Antonio Sensatella. He has even better numbers against against John Gray. He's got in 37 career at bats, he's hitting 378, which is blistering, and he's got three home runs and he's got seven RBIs. The odds aren't up yet. I don't know why this game. The the odds for these games. I'm this is the first game of the doubleheader. The odds aren't up for some reason. They're they've been slow getting them up, even though the starting pitchers are announced. I don't know why, but you're looking somewhere in the plus four to five hundred range for this. So I'm taking Will Myers. I'm I'm gonna do probably a half unit play on this. I mean, if you're at plus five fifty, you're looking at some some big numbers. And Jack made a good point before we started recording is that the numbers are probably a little bit inflated because it's only a seven inning game. So Will Myers, my mm-hmm. pick to go yard today. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really like taking guys to home run in a seven-inning game typically, but it's just because that's like one less at bat typically, just your numbers aren't good. But that guy, I mean, he mashes against Gray. And it's in Coors, right? Yes, it is in Coors. Yeah, so, so might as well. hit a pop-up. Yeah, literally. Just, just hit a like, pop 
hit hit one like decently hard and you're good to go. Exactly. So now that brings us into our nerfy candidates today. We hit last night. We're doing good so far on well, actually we're not we're doing two and oh on nerfies this week, I believe. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. We are. We are two and oh on nerfies this week. What do you got today um for your for our official nerfy play? You already know we're triple dipping into the raise or the Braves Jays game today. We for are. you and Freed. I, you know, I do not like taking a Nerfy if Ronald Acuna is in the lineup, and he obviously will be. But I, I think Ryu is is by far a good enough pitcher to be able to hold them at bay. Um, and then I think on the other side, Freed will. I, I think he's tr- starting to kind of figure it out. It took him a little bit, but he's kind of starting to figure it out. Yeah, and I also think like if you're like me, like I'm going with the first five under. If you're going with the first five under, then you got to go with the Nerfy. Have you to. Gotta, you you got to double. You got to double down there. So exactly. I got it at minus one twenty. I know Jack's book got it at minus one ten. Yep. So that might move a little bit. If you might be able to get it at plus hundred if you wait long enough, but I don't recommend it. So um, anything before we get out of here, is there anything else that you're looking at today? Yeah, I think we're uh, we're looking at a little three team parlay today, aren't we? Little three team oh. parlay. What are we thinking? We're thinking Reds, Brewers, Phillies. I think that's the one. Yeah, Reds, Brewers, Phils. Let's see what that pays out to real quick. I think I got plus 395. Yeah, I got plus 405. So plus 405. Look at that. So so our our midweek parlay is gonna be Phillies, Brewers, Reds. Lock and the Reds start the Reds start early. So you better get that in now. I love that actually. I really I like when you could take heavy favorites and put them in a parlay and get some serious plus money. And see, that's what everyone said is like the loser thing to do. And they're like, oh, my God, like that's such a square play. But I, I will say I'm in this gambling group chat with a bunch of people from here. This one dude hits like two five-team favorite parlays a week. So I, if that's a loser thing to do, I will I will be the biggest loser on planet Earth. I, don't I agree with you. If that's a loser thing to do, then I'm just – I'm a loser. That's it. I don't care. Let's do it. We're going to – we are going to hit that today. So I'm gonna actually call it our our probably won't happen parlay, but I, I think it's we're gonna hit this one. Yeah, yeah, not the not the can't lose. The, the no. probably won't happen could happen parlay. parlay. So <laughs> don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer with sign up bonuses on PointsBet and DraftKings and others. Um, don't forget to th- subscribe to Daily Dingers on both Apple and Spotify and wherever get you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Wednesday, May 12th. For Jack Perotti, I am Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.